Today on the 919 Vice Podcast, we're at Glass Jug in Durham. They got Rocktoberfest coming up. We'll hang out with Chris Creech. We'll also wonder why. We'll also get into why Wayne's not drinking on this podcast. That means there's a story attached to this. Uh, as always, 919 Vice Podcast brought to you by our wonderful sponsors. Shout out to Breeze Through Markets. We actually just did a live show from a Breeze Through Beer Cave across from Carter Finley Stadium. You need tailgating needs? You got tailgating needs? They've got it at Breeze Through. Also, thanks to Oak City Sports Cards for sponsoring the 919 Vice Podcast. At Oak City, you can buy, sell, trade, grade. That's the most important part. You maybe, maybe, maybe got an expensive card, a valuable card. You won't know until you grade it. So take it on down to Weston at Oak City. And thanks to Whitaker and Hamer. I don't know. Maybe you want to sell that card. You maybe want to put a contract together. There's any number of things that are going on. Maybe you need a waiver to do a show from a beer cave. These are all things that Whitaker and Hamer can handle. Check them out online at wh.lawyer. It's the 919 Vice Podcast. Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, Wayne Holt, and we are at Glass Jug out in Durham, the OG, off of 55 in the, uh, it's been nine years now. Chris Creech is hanging out with us today, and you've got nine years coming up, and you're celebrating with Rocktober. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've been in this spot, well, this shopping center for nine years, this specific space for just over five. And yeah, we're uh, out with the polka, in with the rock and roll for this year's anniversary. A, I'm having this realization that, I, I, I say this like every podcast, where, good Lord, we've been doing this podcast for a long time. Nine years, Jeff. Nine years, actually. And I actually wanted to talk about how the space continues to kind of grow, expand, and become even more lived in from the original concept of when you opened this place up. Yeah, it's it is. sprawling now. Things are always breaking, so we're always fixing things. We're yeah. also always growing it. We're next, hopefully, the plan is next week, we're building a stage out back. So we'll be able to debut our new nice. stage for Rocktoberfest. You know, knock on wood with construction, but this, that's, and that's the plan. And I bring this up because maybe you've been in this shopping center before, and you see, hey, okay, there's a brewery here. Got it. But I don't, it's deceptive how much this has grown and how big it's getting and what you're doing in the back with that stage. Do people, oh, yeah. your regulars get this, but do, I don't think people oh, People come understand. in and they're surprised all the time because, yeah, we're in a strip center that was built in the 70s mm-hmm. um, and it did just change ownership last year. So they're, hopefully we'll get some upgrades here soon. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it was built in the 70s. But the nice thing about us being right in the, the corner spot is having our big outdoor area and that really makes this space. I mean, 80% of our seating is outside. Mm-hmm. So when we get good weather, you know, we have music, comedy, trivia, disc golf league, run club, you know, there's so much that goes on that you don't see from the front of the, great. the strip center. So let's, let's talk some specifics about uh, Rocktoberfest. It's that wonderful time of the year where uh, it's like every weekend there's a, there's a big kind of event. You got various bands coming through. Uh, but this is kind of combining a couple things. A, your anniversary. B, it is Oktoberfest going on. I know he's got the big mug over there, which is great. So what, what can we expect? Yeah, so we opened, our original space opened the first weekend of Oktoberfest, mid-September um, of, that, of 2014. So every year we kick Oktoberfest season off with a big Oktoberfest party. Um, so we've done that eight times now. Um, this year, instead of Oktoberfest, we're still bringing out all the German lagers. We're drinking our Fest beer now. Um, but we've booked two different rock bands. So we'll have rock and roll music all, all afternoon. Um, 
Mel Melton and the Wicked Mojos. Um, a lot of people may know Mel. He used to run Papa Mojos, which was next door to us. Um, it closed up about the time we opened. So he's coming back and bringing his band out here. They're going to open up. And then we have the Cosmic Superheroes, which is a local Raleigh jam band. And they crush it. And they're going to play all through nice. the evening. Or how many times uh, is, will Duhast be played <laughs> at, this, at this event? Um, you know, maybe not at all this time. I don't know. I think it has to, though, right? I mean, we, we will it's Rocktoberfest. <laughs> Come on, you have to throw a Duhast. You know, we, we might throw it in when we do our Stein hoisting just to, oh, uh, for good that. measure. I love it's like angry Stein hoisting. <laughs> so, all right. You so, need the motivation. So, September 16th. So, every Oktoberfest kind of event like this operates a little bit differently. So how are you, in terms of like buying beer, is there, do you buy a mug at X pours and just buy the mug itself? What, what, how's that working? Yeah, one thing we've always done with this party is there is no fee for entry. Anybody okay. can come, whether you're drinking beer or not, you can come listen to the music absolutely free because um, we want this to be a community space. Um, but we do have, each year we do a commemorative mug. This year we've got our Rocktoberfest nine year anniversary mug. You can buy it for 15 bucks and that includes your first fill. Mm -hmm. And then refills all day for seven bucks of any of our glass jug lagers. Nice. And we've got Fest beer, we've got a Schwarz beer, we've got a Hellas, we have a Vienna lager. So all the lagers for $7 all day. But you also have one more event before this event, this well, Saturday. Yeah, so we, we got a whole week of events leading up to it. it <laughs> Rocktoberfest is really just the, the big party at the end. We're starting the week off by releasing um, Gamma Function, which is our ninth anniversary barrel-aged sour. We, uh, being a small brewery, we don't have a ton of space to do barrel-aged sours because they need to sit in barrels for you know, a year. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have these two barrels that we got back in 2017 from Fair Game Beverage Company. And each year we put a different sour base into it, let it mature in that barrel for a year and then taste it, decide what fruits we want to let it condition on, let it condition on a different fruit and then bottle it each year for our anniversary. So we just pulled out the ninth anniversary. Um, this one is passion fruit and mango. Okay. And then we've already put our 10th anniversary beer back into those same barrels. Nice. Very cool. You said there's a whole week of events. That's one. Yeah, so that, that's the start. <laughs> but wait, wait, there's more. There's more. People have to look forward to. Um, to avoid if being a complete now. infomercial, um, we've got stuff every day. On, on Monday, we're doing $7 flights because that's what flights cost back in 2014 when we first opened. Jeez. Tuesday, we're tapping some uh, seller beers, some vintage beers, and playing a 2014 playlist all night. Um, Wednesday, we've got rock and roll wait, trivia. Wait, wait, wait. A 2014 playlist? 2014 playlist. The That's Billboard top hits what I in 2014. Still to anyway. What's, exactly. Yeah, come on out. <laughs> um, you're, you are our target market, yeah, Adam. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Some things literally never change. Yeah, but we've got, we've got uh, theme trivia on Wednesday, live music and food truck on Thursday, and then our court shoes only comes out on Friday, um, which I'm sure you guys have probably talked about court we shoes in the past. We haven't talked about court shoes only this year. Okay. Yeah, so I think when Aaron was Aaron was up a couple months ago, Aaron Gore, yeah, he may have mentioned it but not in depth. So what what are what was the base for that beer? The yeah, so the big this change year? this year. So last year, if you remember, each different metro area had a different style. Yeah. So I think Wilmington did session IPAs. Asheville did Imperial Triangle Stouts. did uh, the uh, Whitbaker yeah, 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 yeah. special <laughs> English Lager. We did we did an English Lager last year. Yes. And so this year, every it's never catching on with. <laughs> so this year, because I think people. There was some feedback that everywhere doing different styles was confusing. Sure, sure. So this year, the base was, hey, everyone do a hop-forward beer. 
Um, so okay. we brewed a hazy IPA, Citra, Idaho 7, um, and Eldorado hops. So big, juicy, hazy IPA. Um, but everywhere else is doing a, a court shoes is doing some sort of hop forward beer, primarily IPAs. And that goes, it's, it's an autism. Yeah, uh, so the, it's a charity right? beer. So we were able to get, source a lot of our ingredients and label design at a discount so that we can donate more of the proceeds of the beer to Acing Autism. It's a tennis program that has local locations across the state. Um, it's that, the name Court Shoes Only. Yes, Got Court it. Shoes Only for Acing Autism. It's tennis programs for kids and adults on the autism spectrum. And that'll be available tap room. Yeah, so we'll, that'll be draft. And, yeah, we'll have and, draft and cans starting this Friday. We've all the breweries doing it across the state or trying to coordinate a release of okay. this Friday. Um, this I know Friday meaning the 15th. Sorry. So I guess, right. yeah, this is coming out 15th. on Friday. So next, right, right, Friday. next Friday. Yep. Friday week is Wayne would say. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> next Friday. But yeah, next well, Friday's tomorrow. This would be the next Friday. <laughs> we had this conversation. Here we go again. Adam. Okay. Guys. We did a video on this, Adam. Remember? Again, again some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this last time I was on there. <laughs> yeah, but one thing's different about last time. We actually, actually have beer this time. So, oh, okay. Uh, all right. We're going there. Okay. Yeah, we had what, to drive the Durham the time, to get it, but. It took, it took just under eight minutes. Mm, okay. Uh, just under eight minutes. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Saying. We got here. Let me hold you. Let me yeah, hold this yeah, bottle. Trying to open so this one hand. Yeah, you want to hold him? Tell the truth. We're gonna go from. We really doing this? We're yeah, going we're from it. a lager to to your sour. What sour? are we opening? We're going next? on. We're going on a wild ride here. You uh, said Hellas and Schwartz beer. I'm tasting those before I leave here. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, well, the the Hellas is being kegged right behind us, so it's Great. not on tap yet. But the Schwartz Great. beer. Well, is. he can pull it directly from the break tap. I'm fine with that. <laughs> so it's it's fresh around here. Um, you know how no, I feel about I was, freshness. I figured I'd pop the the gamma function, our ninth anniversary. Let it breathe sour, a little bit, just to uh, you know get right down to it while we're talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. We can go ahead. Well, while I'm pouring, uh, why don't you? Yeah. Well, you already told us it's it's mango and passion fruit. And yeah. So the the barrels were originally fair game beverage barrels. It was originally a um, amber rum and an apple brandy. At this point, those barrels are fairly or pretty much completely neutral. Um, we've aged. I think we did a barley wine in it first, followed by a stout, followed by five years of sours. So it smells incredible. It does smell incredible. Real quick, though, Wayne, who's a, apparently on a hiatus right now, it's a testament to his intrigue of this sour that he's actually trying it. Yeah, I mean, cause what had happened was what had happened was uh, Denver was uh, very good to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> or Colorado in general. Denver, I didn't care much for. But anyway, when'd you get back? We Tuesday got back afternoon. Tuesday night. So I had okay, yesterday been, to recover it's been a little bit. A few bit. days, Wayne. Come on now. Yeah, well, I didn't drink anything after Sunday, so Monday, Ooh. Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm on a three-day. All right, when we're done talking. Wait a minute. When we're done talking <laughs> about. You were still out of town not all drinking? All the events. Still out of town. Yeah, no, no, no. We, so we, we're going to have to talk about. Something took a turn. Yeah, we're going to have to talk but about But you know this. in Colorado they have other, other things. Because I think you and I both went hard in the paint this weekend, but in different ways. In different ways. We'll, we'll, we'll explain that in a bit. All right. I'm still riding that fantastic. natural Dion high. Oh jeez! <laughs> Just wait till he crushes Matt Rule. I tried to buy. I tried to buy a Colorado Buffs sweatshirt at multiple locations. Oh, forget it! And they were not there. Forget it. He had one size medium, and I went, "Okay, that'll I fit my." They my ain't hard to find, though. That's uh, true. Ooh. Ooh, see what I did I there. See what you did there. I see well, what you did there. All right, this sour is delicious. delicious. But we're keeping receipts, though. Yeah. Right? We're keeping receipts. <laughs> you believe now? Yeah. Do you? Believe? Um, 
But yeah, I believe the, in the sour. Yeah, the sour, honestly, like I said, we've been doing it every year. We've been using those same barrels, and I feel like those barrels are really hitting their prime. You know, the nice thing with, mm. with beer in barrels. See what we did there. <laughs> Hit their prime, huh? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I just tie it all together here. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> pun not intended, but I'll take it. Um, and no, those barrels um, being, you know, five, six, seven years into them now, you know, they've just become super neutral. They're harboring our, our house culture really well and developed a really nice flavor. The blend of that, you know, funky Brett flavor comes through. Um, <clears throat> this one, actually, when we tasted it before the fruit, was very that kind of earthy, funky, dusty Britannomyces forward and wasn't super sour which is why we decided to add the passion fruit because it has a very low pH. So it helps bring out that sour. So once it, you know, fermented for the, now the third time on top of the fruit, um, it brought out that tartness, which really just ties it all together. I have a hard time picking up everything on sours because of the pH. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I've just poured like two more, probably ounce samples because once your mouth adjusts, you can, once your, your taste buds adjust, you yeah. can start pulling out more and more um, because they're so complex. I think I have a vintage sour, anniversary sour in my fridge. Yeah? Yeah, because I just moved and I had to move all my beer. And I'm pretty sure I've got a glass jug sour in there. Yeah. We've got the last keg of Eighth Element, which was our eighth anniversary sour with apricots. We're tapping that on Saturday as well. So you can have the eighth and ninth side by side. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe I'll take this ninth and whatever I've got there and have really side delicious. by side. Yeah, build the whole collection. I like it. It's really yeah, good. It's, 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 really, it's really good. And I don't consume I don't, a lot of sours yeah, any, I don't either. Any, anymore, any, anymore these days. Uh, but this is good. Yeah. It's one of those things that, you know, we've always had, you know, with the whole bottle shop, we've got a whole section of barrel-aged sours, lambics, um, fruited sours. And, you know, four or five years ago, you know, you get in Dre Fontaine, Cantillon, stuff that just flies. Um, and now we've got stuff that's just amazing barrel-aged sours that kind of sit on the shelf because I think yeah. people are intimidated by them. Because yeah. now that everything's moved away from the bombers and the 750s to smaller formats, you see these big bottles of sours that are pricey because they've aged in a barrel for a year. Sure. We've added fruit to them. It's a big time and process commitment. And so they aren't selling as well in light of... The kettle sours, the gozas, the Berliner Weisses. Those aren't, yeah, because those aren't commitment sours. Right. What's your retail on this bottle? Uh, this one is sixteen or between 16 and 17, okay. um, which I feel like it's a good sweet spot. It's, you know, once you hit that $20 mark, people get really anxious about a bottle. Um, but yeah, it's a 500 I mean, milliliter bottle um, in that $16 range. Joe's like looking at me. I just did him a favor, and he's looking like I just... No, but Kick I this hate, cat. I hate. I what don't happens. understand. No, I don't like when you put water with the like what's left over of the beer. I I I can't overcome that. I'd rather mix beers than add water. Why? Wow. Because I don't like the taste of watered down beer. Well, it's not for you to taste. It's for you to clean your your. Well, I can't your toss, glass. I can't out. toss it. I gotta drink it. Toss it back, man. Toss, toss it, yeah, it back. Anyway, deal. It's done. It's it's <laughs> happened. How long have y'all been married? I'm trying to do you Nine a favor. Years. Um, oh, cool. There's a, there's a hazy IPA. Great. Great. Fantastic. To I was actually talking about that with Julio the other day. Um, he can't do hazies anymore because it just puts him to sleep. Who can't? Hazies put Julio. him to sleep? Yeah, you can't do him anymore. Just puts him to sleep. And having just done a show from a beer cave, he saw all those hazies. Like, I can't do that. It's going to knock me right out. 
Although, it's funny, on this trip to uh, Hershey for Jacob's uh, hockey, um, they had, in the hotel, they actually had Trogues, because it's in Hershey, so Trogues is right down the way. And we, we went to Trogues, and we can talk about that later. Um, no longer in North Carolina. Is it no longer in North Carolina? Has it been removed? Yeah. They pulled out, yeah. Oh, oh really? So no, no more Blizzard Hops. No more Nugget being. Nugget Nectar would be releasing about, you know, in the next few months here, but... Nugget Nectar is a springtime release. Yeah, it's February, yeah. March-ish, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess it's no longer a... Uh, Perpetual seller. Hey, hey! I do. I did bring back some beers for y'all, though. So, oh, you. D- we'll talk about your uh, your response times via text a little later too. Or so like, there. Excuse me. He's always been an awful texter. I'm you a terrible just, texter. It's funny. You it's know funny. this about me. Both when there's you something have, in it for him. Oh my gosh! He'll be like, Bing, 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 <laughs> Bing, Bing, Bing. I'm like, dude. Says the guy who's like, "Where's my beer?" Hey, seven thirty in the morning. I need you to dude. read this article and respond right away. <laughs> I mean, you know what Joe's nickname for me is, right? What's that? Batman, because he calls when he needs something. <laughs> <laughs> Which, thanks, Wayne. Thanks for sponsoring, young guy. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Wayne Man. It is. Wayne Man. I love you though, man. All I right, saw well, that the other day on a meme. I'm like, oh, I'm changing my nickname to Batman. I get a lot of calls when people need stuff. Mm. What are we, uh, what are we drinking now? Yeah, so Adam just cracked open our opacity. This is our uh, perennial number one seller, our hazy IPA we do year-round, Citra Mosaic Hops. It hits all, all those notes for the, the hop heads. They go so well together. Um, but yeah, this, this beer, we, you know, we've got hotels and bars and restaurants that just keep this beer on draft because it's, it's, it's a, really easy to drink. It's yeah. a very, I was going to say, it's a very balanced hazy. It's not overly sweet and heavy. Um, there's just, there's still a touch of bitterness. It's not just sweetness to it, mm-hmm. um, but it still has those big, Better juicy, out. hoppy notes to it. Wait, Wayne's pulling out a water bottle to, to clean. You better, I clean don't my glass touch with Joe's it. glass. Don't, don't touch, touch my glass. Joe's. Don't touch Joe's I have glass. thoughts on that. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to make it to 10 years. Man, that was guys. good. That was good. The, Probably the fun thing with Opacity is we st- when we started brewing our own beer, so just, I guess, about five and a half years ago, we moved into this space. Um, <clears throat> we were like, all right, we're just brewing for the tap room. We don't need flagships. We don't need year-round beers. It's just for the tap room. Um, and so Opacity was the name of our rotating hazy IPA series. We'd change out the hops. We'd change the grain bill. And the, it really helped us on the brewery side really hone in on what worked. Because every time we brewed it, we did we changed something. Changed the yeast. Changed the hops. Changed the malt. Until we really got to a point we were really happy with it. And we were just like, screw it. We don't want to change it anymore. Yeah. Um, and so we well, landed on the Opacity. same thing with local. And you own the place. So you can yeah. do that, right? Yeah. And then we started doing wholesale and opening other tap rooms. So we're like, all right, people want this all the time. They're always asking us, when is Citra Mosaic Opacity coming back? I'm like, it's permanent. Citra Mosaic always is. A, it's just for no matter... No matter if it's a hazy or if it's a clear IPA or pale ale, it's just always a nice combination. Yeah, they, they play well. I mean, Citra is, is just such an awesome hop. And the Mosaic, this past year with Mosaic, you're getting more like kind of berry forward in it. And it just really, yeah, it pops. We got a great batch of Mosaic this year. Speaking of berry, I'm going to open up this blueberry ginger pie. Now, pie has always been your rotating, uh, is it always a goza or is it just? It is, yeah. This is one rotating series that we've kept rotating seasonally. Um, we use some fresh blueberries from Cedar Grove Blueberry Farm, where Botanist and Barrel is located. Um, we could not pick enough blueberries from there for all we needed, so we did have to get some uh, pureed blueberries as well. Um, but it does have some local blueberries in there, a little bit of ginger um, in a, a nice tart goza, touch of sea salt. 
It is one of our most vibrantly colored beers. It is. Um, so it's very pretty. Blueberries are great for that, especially the ones at Cedar Grove. Like they're just so dense and, and flavorful. You get a ton of color. Um, but yeah, the pie series rotates seasonally. Obviously, blueberry harvest was late summer, so we just came out with this one. Early in the summer, we did strawberry basil. We worked with a local basil farmer that did a hybrid basil for us, a very like lemon citrus basil that worked great with the strawberry. We'll do cranberry cinnamon pie for the holidays and then turn around with raspberry pie for around Valentine's Day. I think what helps the balance on this is, you know, Goza's have amount. You see salt in this? Yeah, right? We do. Yep. Um, that, that bit of salinity there helps cut down on the tartness and it, it really works nicely. Like think about yeah. putting a little bit of sea salt on an actual like blueberry pie. Oh yeah. You, right. I you mean, know, you put salt on fruits, you know, you put salt on right, a watermelon, right. Like, it, it brings the flavor out. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a thing where like in a, you know, on this system, for instance, if we're brewing three barrels here in our small system, we use less than three ounces of salt. So, you know, it's, it's not a lot to really bring it out. It's not like a Westbrook Goza that's pretty heavy-handed right, right, right. with the salt. Um, so you don't really pick up on the salty flavor, but it just makes everything else pop. Yeah, I, I, uh, I enjoy this. I enjoy the color. Uh, may I also suggest uh, perhaps throwing a little bit of shade? Uh, no, throwing a little bit of cereal, <laughs> some blueberry cereal uh-huh, in this, uh-huh. and then maybe doing a, a blueberry sour. Blueberry it, is, sour. it is the time of the season. Yeah, I, yes. I, I've heard. You know, we, spooky season has arrived. I want to make sure before I say this, I don't, we have not ever done a beer with cereal in it. Um, we I'll, do a different cereal just do it with cocktail. It on it. Just yeah. do it with it on it. We do it. a different cereal cocktail each, uh, yeah. each season at Graffiti. You, oh, nice. You can start doing a cereal beer. beer. Yeah. I think uh, this series is very, you know, not to say there's not a place for cereal and beer. I'm not against it. I'm that's not a hill I'm going to die on. Um, but with this one, you know, we're very, you know, local, agricultural, seasonally focused. Um, so using real fruits, real ingredients in it is sort of the focus of the pie series. You but can't it sell mean, cereal without the word real. Think about that. Are you uh, saying that Fruity ooh. Pebbles doesn't have real fruit? Okay. I, I am not the food scientist to okay, answer that right. question. So uh, do you remember, I will, I, we will have to wonder that or ask the Google. Do you remember Sub Noir had, um, yes. back in the day, had oh, yeah. the, the Count, Count Chocula? Chocula. Count Chocula, yeah. Count Chocula Stout. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love yeah, that I do, beer. I do remember I that I love one. that yes. beer. That was, one, yeah, that was one of the, their like, best-selling beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was one, one of their the first like, big yeah. beers. That, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you any of the beer they made, but I remember that one. Yeah. Or wait, they're no longer with us, are they? They're not. No, no, they haven't been around for a long time. I was going to say, it's been a while. I can't keep track. Yeah, there's... I can't keep track. Been, been going for a minute. I, yeah, I know, I know. It's just one of those things mm. where... Let me put it this way. There are some times I've heard about... I've heard somebody mention a brewery, and I will think to myself, they're still around? Yeah, it was funny. Driving That's through, driving through um, Colorado Springs, I passed by a brewery called The Smiling Toad. Yeah. And I was in Colorado Springs 13 years ago, and I went... I went there. And it's all boarded up now, and... Ah, but okay. It was a cool spot. I remembered it, but yeah... Let them go away. It happens. It happens. Happens to the best of them. Can't do anything about it. All right, what'd you just, what'd you just pop open? Oh, uh, we're going in A now, right? No. Uh, no? This is this, our... Oh, 5.5. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so we launched just over a year ago now, uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, a line of real ginger beer. So um, all real ingredients, fermented, um, alcoholic ginger beer. Um, 
so, keyword alcoholic. Yes. Okay. It is. I mean, it's it's based on you know traditional English um, ginger beers. Um, ginger beer also has a big history in Jamaica, the Caribbean as well, and historically they were fermented. Um, now you get a lot of ginger ales um, that are you know super sugary and non-alcoholic. Ours is relatively dry. Um, it does have a little bit of sweetness to it because we want it to be able to stand up if you choose to mix it in a cocktail. Yeah. Um, because they do make good cocktail mixers, whether you're doing a dark and stormy or a uh, Moscow Mule. Um, but it's dry enough, clean enough to enjoy as a pint by itself. Look, I'm not going to lie. I am not a ginger ale, <clears throat> ginger beer guy. Just not a thing that I'm into. Uh, but when you throw in the pineapple habanero... It's at, and like you mentioned, it's dry. I was not expecting it to be as dry yeah. as it was. That's, yeah. This is drinkable. I like this. For somebody, again, I'm saying this from somebody who typically shies away from anything ginger related. Yeah. This is good. We've enjoyed doing it. We the, wanted to give people another, spices, another option. Subtle. Yeah, so in, in all of our ginger beers, we have a rotate, we have a, a core Harper's Real ginger beer, which is our base ginger beer. Yeah. And it also uses just a little bit of habanero, but it just makes the ginger pop. Yeah. Um, in this one, this is our kind of late summer, early fall variant that is pineapple habanero. So it's actually back sweetened with um, 100% pineapple juice. Okay. Um, and we doubled the amount of habanero. So you do get just a little bit of heat. It's still not offensive or hot like people who like spicy things and be like oh this isn't spicy um but it does build you get get it building a little bit in the back of your throat as you work your way through a pint i'm a hot ginger beer ginger ale guy okay like uh blenheim's ginger Mm -hmm. ale that you can get i like they're hot yeah um when i make like ginger simple syrup at home like i like i like to let it sit a little bit longer i like spicy ginger so I enjoy that. Yeah, and the ginger spice in here is not, like, it, it is spicy, and it will, you kind of feel it clear your sinuses a little bit. You just kind of open up. You know, I can't say there are medicinal benefits of beer. That would not be legal, but, um, you know, you do get that effect of ginger. Um, <clears throat> but it is still subtle and drinkable. It's not a slap you in the face. There are medicinal benefits of ginger, for sure. Yes. Sure. Yeah, one of the, uh, I suffer from acid reflux, and one of the cures is uh, tea, green tea. Uh, ginger, freshly grated ginger, ginger root, yeah. and honey. Yeah. And it's an amazing mm-hmm. cocktail that, like when I've been out of a prescription before, I would do that, and it's amazing. So, yeah. I'd, and you yeah, think with ginger, ginger. With, the, with the heat of it, you know, this, the spice that the ginger has, you'd think that it wouldn't, you know, you'd think it would add to your right, reflux. Yeah. But same thing with jalapenos. I can eat a jalapeno and just raw. And, it'll, and it'll you don't kill. have any problems with it. Wow. It's crazy. Huh. Yeah. So, you've got an affinity for ginger, though. That, well, that you know, we've sort of stumbled into it. Dates, dates, <laughs> dates back. I'm be not lucky talking good. just ginger beer. Yeah, I mean, you have back in the day. You talk yes, about Adam, my hair is red. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a ginger. Back in back in the day of the original place. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this place just—it's just not the same, Chris. <laughs> no, let's not go there. <laughs> uh, so no, back back then. Um, I think you opened with it, right? Triple ginger, triple? Like yes, old we, school. Yeah, I saw a picture. It was nine years ago that, uh, that we did that beer, which yeah. was just before we opened. When we were opening as a retail beer and wine bottle shop, we didn't have our own brewery. Um, but yet we were very connected to a lot of the breweries in town. Um, we brewed several collabs, which was so much fun. Got to go around and brew with a bunch of guys. We brewed with uh, Dave Haydish and Chris Shields. Yeah. Um, 
both also uh, of <laughs> with the red hair and gingers, and we did a, a triple ginger triple, so a Belgian triple with yeah. ginger added. So that was yeah one of the first beers we collabed and, and brewed on was was a ginger triple. So yeah, we've we've done several, and then obviously we just tried our blueberry ginger pie, which is sure. subtle on the ginger. It's more blueberry focused, but yeah, yeah, we've uh, it's been fun experimenting with ginger. I feel like. Uh, We've become somewhat of experts on how different types of ginger and where you add it in the process and how you do it can impact the flavor, the heat level, the spice level. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been f- a fun thing to really learn and become an accidental expert on. Yeah, well, I think ginger is one of those things that, if you think about, like in this area at least for beers, it's been used effectively quite a bit. I mean, Full Steam had Kakalaki back in the day, yeah. and you know Dave Dave worked on that, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, when we were both at Mason Jar, he was, we did uh, a lager, right. a ginger lager that we aptly named SPF 55, <laughs> which I was very, <laughs> very proud of. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I, I love ginger, and I love... Um, Gingers. Yeah. I mean, all God's children. So, I mean, <laughs> I, but I, I, love, I, love the, I love the flavors that come out of it. I, I love the spiciness, and... Um, I appreciate any kind of ginger beer we have. Um, you guys are doing your own series, and there's uh, why can't I think of it? What's the one in Asheville that Ginger's Revenge? Ginger's Revenge has yeah. the name. And honestly, ginger you know, shout it. out to them for really jumping all in on that. Honestly, one of the They're reasons that, that made us start doing a ginger beer was our downtown Durham tap room. Um, you know, over by Central Park, we were selling a ton of Ginger's Revenge. And obviously, the tap room is primarily beers that we make. We carry some wine, some cider, non-alcoholic stuff. But we were blowing through Ginger's Revenge, and it's a great product. Okay. And I love those sure. guys. We carry yeah, them in the bottle shop. Why not bring it in house, right? And I said, you know what? We could we can make this. Um, and so we took a little bit of a different route than what Ginger's Revenge is doing. Theirs are even drier. Um, they focus a little more on on herbs. We've done a little more fruit to add a little more sweetness because we want it to work in a cocktail as well as a draft. Um, but for the same purpose, it's a good alternative to beer. People who are looking for something that is, doesn't have gluten, so this is brewed without grains. There's no gluten in it. Um, and I was going to ask you what the difference is between a regular beer and a ginger beer is. So a ginger beer, our, our prime fermentable, it's going to be more akin to a seltzer because we're using raw cane sugar as our prime fermentable instead of a malted barley, wheat, oats, rye, anything like that. So we're primarily using um, raw cane sugar, um, ginger, lime, and then in this one, habanero and pineapple. Um, and we're not using any artificial flavorings, not even any natural flavorings. We're just using actual fruit, which is why the line is called Harper's Real Ginger Beer. Named after Harper, my daughter, who is uh, a little bit sweet and a little bit spicy. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's where we got the name. What yeast do you guys have? <laughs> Anyone to who has a four-year-old can relate use, to this. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. You can't use the same yeast as you're using in beer, though, can you? Um, to market as gluten-free, we would not repitch from a beer into... But you can use the same type of yeast? We are. We're are using a... In this, uh, we're using a California ale yeast, okay. actually. Right. Yeah. Um, nice. We've played with a few different yeast. Um, we tried as well using the yeast that we use for our seltzers. Um, and it works pretty well. Um, but yeah, this is nice. But we, yeah, we don't repitch from a beer right, into yeah. the ginger beer because of the potential carryover sure. gluten. Um, and we have done some where we've repitched from the ginger beer to a beer, but it's such a different fermentation because it's a, a different sugar source yeah. that it doesn't perform as well. So we are pretty much exclusively using fresh yeast uh, exclusively for the ginger beer. 
um, just to get a little technical for you. But so you do beer, you do ginger beer, and you do seltzers. He's a beverage company. I yeah. was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, we need to taste these seltzers. Which is yeah. don't we? Yeah, we've got a uh, ranch water seltzer on draft right now. Joe's Wheelhouse right there. Yeah. What? Can I go? Can I go get one right now? Yeah, absolutely. Right, I'll be right back. How many do you want? Huh? You want one? A ranch um, water seltzer? Yeah, I want to taste want one. one. I just, sip. just like just. I'll get a glass and we can pour it into. Get one and get some right water that we can rinse your glass no, out and you can not. you can Dude. swallow. And actually, the, now the it's either ranch water or cucumber melon. Oh, here Double we go. Check. Now we. I think oh, it's ranch water. No, no, we're not sold sure. it. Here, here we go. Cucumber <laughs> like There is tape. a seltzer on. The beauty of live to tape. All right, so you guys wrap up this conversation. I'm going to go get this ranch water, and then we're going to talk about Wayne's um, no good, terrible Sunday night. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. Okay, so besides. Rocktoberfest, besides this big anniversary week, you guys are constantly having, I mean, you've got bands all through the spring and summer. Yeah. When do you usually shut that down? Just for, if people haven't been here for a while or haven't been here at all, sure. what can they expect when they when they come? Yeah, so they we do for? live music here at, at this space, um, which our RTP spot, um, on Thursday and Saturday evenings from May through October. Um, downtown, so we have a, a smaller tap room downtown right next to Durham Central Park by the food hall. We do um, music, live music on Thursday nights, but we do it year-round there because it's inside. It's indoors? Yes. Okay. Is that usually like full band or is it like a That's usually one or two solo, acoustic? duo, um, smaller groups because it's a smaller space. Yeah, here yeah, with yeah. the big outdoor beer garden, we can bring in bigger bands. We're building a stage out here. And we do big events downtown as well. We have a Durham Oktoberfest happening in late October, the 20th of October. Um, and it's a more traditional Oktoberfest. We'll have the polka bands, um, and we'll have some music out there as well as soft pretzels, food trucks, beers. So there's stuff going on there with, with bigger bands as well, but the Thursday nights is usually solo, duo, smaller groups. Do you have a date set for that Oktoberfest? That is October 20th. Yeah, okay. Durham Central Park. We've rented out Durham Central Park. The, park. Um, oh, wow. the food hall is going to jump in with us as well and, and help um, participate. They're going to bring some, like, Yard games out there. I think some of the food hall vendors are going to set up tents in addition to a couple food trucks. Um, we'll have some soft pretzels out there. Um, the food hall is going to set up a cocktail bar. Um, the nice thing about downtown Durham is we're inside the bullpen social district. Um, <clears throat> so that way we've got cocktails coming from the food hall and then we'll have all the beer and wine, seltzer and ciders coming from, uh, from our tap room. She There's zero way I can't make a mess with this. Give it to Wayne then. Because it's expected? Yes. Because of his crowler pouring you know, experience? You've not watched, you've not watched like his pouring lately. No one knows My what you're talking about right now. has been awful. Adam's pouring lately has been awful. So I brought back the, uh, I brought, uh, oh, oh, stop. Yeah. Uh, up, Chris has people for that. Up on <laughs> aisle two. Wow. Clean up on aisle two. So I, uh, I went and got the uh, ranch water seltzer. Thanks, bro. And we got a full pour, which is great. Love that. You're getting full pours here at Glass Jug. And uh, now Adam is trying to distribute this. It's really difficult to, to take a full pour and pour into smaller glasses. Right? I know. I, know I, I don't disagree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, our pint glasses don't have a spout on them. Yeah. You should think about that. You could, like, completely break the beer world with one of those <laughs> to share beers. You know, you heard it here. Go ahead and trademark that. All right. So here's – all right. So when we talk ranch water, this is a, a couple of years in the making. There's a lot of ranch water um, – variants on the market right now so 
what makes yours different? What are we doing here? So the fun thing with our seltzers, as compared to like our ginger beer, we are we partner with Bull City Flavors, um, which is the same ownership as Bull City Homebrew, which is actually in our the original space, um, which has been fun. And Bull City Homebrew was where we first bought our first Dude, brewery equipment no from. Joke. Yeah, right? Yeah, so it's, really, it's really good. Here's the, the cool thing. <laughs> the guys that run Bull City Flavors, they do distilled natural flavors. That's yeah. like their business. So when I tell them, hey, we're going to do a seltzer and I want to do a ranch water, so I, 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 need, I need lime, I don't want this fake lime flavor. Right. I have a very specific thing. That's real, They'll man. walk over and bring me three or four different, like, you know, half ounce samples that I can do a bitch top trial of to really find out, all right, what is the lime flavor that we're after? Um, so this one used one of their lime flavors, and then we um, back sweetened it with agave syrup. Yeah. Dude, that's legit. Like it tastes like agave. Yeah, yeah it's really so good. So after fermentation, um, we added potassium sorbate um, to basically once the yeast was done, keep the yeast from starting back up again. Um, cold crashed it, dropped as much of the yeast as we out as we could, in addition to the potassium sorbate, and then added the agave syrup so that it wouldn't ferment out. So the agave syrup does actually provide some sweetness because if we added it earlier, the yeast would just ferment it out and you just get more alcohol and no agave. But this way, of all of our seltzers, this one, it's still not sweet, but it does have a little bit of sweetness because of the agave. Yeah, I was going to say, it has has an element of sweetness to it, but you're right. It is something that you would expect out of agave at this point. Right. So that's... Now, we can't add tequila to it because we don't have the mixed bev permit as of now, um, maybe in the future. But, you know, so we wanted to add the agave to kind of get that flavor. Are you packaging this? We're not. All of our seltzers are just draft. Okay. Um, we're doing them on our small system. Um, so we're one of the few places doing just draft seltzers. Um, and we distribute a little bit, which is fun because a lot of places are used to only buying seltzers How are the sales in the cans. Like, do people, like, I always hear seltzers are, you know, not the thing anymore. The craze is over, even though I keep seeing new versions of it. Yeah, the craze is over for, I think, the big brands. Yeah. There's still people who come into a brewery or a tap room and want an alternative. Okay. And we're trying to, you know, back to our whole thing, we want to be a community space. So we have seltzers, we have ginger beer, we have slushies, we offer wine because we want anyone to feel like they can come in here, yeah, even if they're sense. not a beer person. That makes sense. That makes and sense. this allows us to, you know, do something a little different. You know, as much as you'll hear brewers complain about, oh, we're doing another seltzer, but you know, it's something different. It's a, yeah, it mixes it up. It's fun to play with flavors. What's your ABV on this? Uh, five. Five percent. Okay, that's right at five. Right at five. Pretty yeah. Standard. The fun thing, um, I think we have a fairly unique process on how we make our seltzers. Um, we actually brew on our small system three and a half barrels up to about sixteen percent ABV. So we end up with a neutral seltzer base that's sixteen percent. Um, we then let it fully ferment, drop the yeast out, and then add water back to it. So we pre-boil, filter the water, and add it back to dial it into five percent. It allows us to any kind of fermentation flavors that would have come out, you get sort of a cidery yeasty flavor yeah. from that yeast, but then we cut it from, you know, three and a half barrels up to almost nine barrels to get it to 5%. Um, so you get a super neutral, clean, um, really crisp, clean seltzer base that allows us to flavor it however we want. And Very really bring efficient. Out, um, let those flavors shine. You're not getting that cidery yeasty note. You know what you could do? You could just have some syrups that people could pump into them. Like behind the bar. You know, we could. And I think there are people doing that. There but, uh, are. There, there are. I've visited a few. By doing it this way, it allows something. us to have a little more control over the amount of flavor and how it works with the whole beer. Yeah, Was that Pelicans or Snowballs? Uh, yep. <laughs> and a few tap rooms I've been to. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's something. So that was excellent. I really, really enjoyed Yeah, I dig that. this, man. I really enjoyed that. 
Yeah. So I mean, um, take it home, put some tequila in it, and you're good. Ooh, we, uh, I mean, that's, I don't know if you're good. <laughs> yeah, good is you're a, done. The, yeah, you good know, is relative. the thing that yeah, I was talking to Adam about this before that really during COVID, when everyone started making cocktails at home and not going out to bars as much, um, we added a full cocktail section, um, cocktail supplies. Yeah, so obviously, sure. we we aren't an ABC store; we can't sell liquor, but we have a fortified wine permit, so we can sell vermouth, we can sell mixers, we can sell syrups, okay. garnishes, all that. Um, so, you know, we do things like the ginger beer and the seltzer and tell people, yeah, try it in a cocktail. Yeah. We've got some supplies. Like, you, you can sell the malt-based fireball. We could do that. Yeah. Um, there's but also a gas station across the way you? that carries it. <laughs> but why would you? Maybe you should make your own malt-based version of it. Who knows? Hey, never say never. Wayne, is that the reason why you're on the, on the menu? No, sir. Much fireball? No, man. Mine's all about hydration. I mean... You know, so all right. So oh, because Colorado's so dry. So you were, yeah. so you were in Colorado. You I were was. Denver. Where did you go? We stayed at Garden of the Gods Resort and Wellness Center. Familiar with that? Although you didn't really do much on the wellness front, did you? Oh, we did. Yeah, okay. we hiked and we did a massage. And, and Garden of the Gods is a wonderful we, location. We Very drank pretty. a ton of uh, water, cucumber water. Um, did you go to the ghost town? Did you go to the ghost town? Uh, museum nearby? Oh, no, no. We went to, um, <laughs> we took the Cogrel uh, train up yeah. Pikes Peak, which was you know, the base of the Manitou Springs, and uh, we enjoyed that a lot. Uh, went to Red Rocks, and uh, so we had dinner at uh, The Cow, an eatery mm-hmm. in Morrison, which was really cool. You just cool. went to Red Rocks? You didn't see anybody at Red Rocks? Yeah, yeah, we saw... Um, no, I've been, I've been to Red Rocks with nobody there. It's yeah. just open. I, I mean, get it. So people, there's people working out. There's like hiking trails and Jeremiah, like people working out literally in the amphitheater. Oh, Jeremiah, yeah, they're running, running stairs and sure running bleachers. Yeah, Jeremiah Freights, who is um, one of the co-founders of the Lumineers, has his own side project and did an album called Piano Piano. Okay. Which in his wife's Italian and in Italian that translates to Little by Little. Okay. He wrote the songs over a you know decade and a half. He said, Oh, Little by Little. And I get it. It's the first I really time thought you said piano, piano, and it was a dueling pianos concert. Yeah, well, that's what it is. I, yeah. uh, um, I was down. But yeah. uh, he opened up for Gregory Allen Isakoff. And Gregory Allen Isakoff, originally from Johannesburg, South Africa, came here when he was seven years old, ended up in Boulder, Colorado. So for him, it was a homecoming show. He's actually at the Deepak on October 4th, I think. Um, very folksy, very bluesy. Uh, the dude's a farmer that sings, and when he doesn't sing, he's not traveling. He farms and gives his, gives, gives his food away to a local co-op and feeds the hungry. I mean, it was an amazing show. It was really cool. But, um, no, my, uh, my— I think there's every show at Red Rocks is amazing. Yeah. It's just elevated. Yeah. Well, Green Sky's there on the 16th, and I thought about you when I saw that, that was, pop up. That was the most amazing concert One of Jessica's uh, co-workers is actually it going out there for that. It was a little hazy that evening. I can imagine. Well, it was hazy there, too. But, uh, but no, my, uh, my getting on the wagon— uh, was just, man, I knew that we were going to be in the higher elevations, and the whole thing was you better hydrate, don't... Oh, so we I thought really it was so hilarious dry. when you, get, when you, when you uh, get to the Denver airport and you are accepted into the Illuminati cult of yeah. the horse. Well, the lizard people. The lizard people horse. And you got uh, the, the, the demon horse, yeah. Yeah, demon horse. Once you, once you give your soul to the demon horse... They have ads for oxygen. They do, yeah. It's hilarious to me. Because I've never been to Denver. My cousin got married a couple years ago, and she lives out there. And I was like, what is this about oxygen? Well, Denver's 5,280. It's ridiculous. You know, mile high. Colorado Springs is almost 6,200. And then Pikes Peak's 14,500. Oh, wow. wow. So when you go up Pikes Peak, they tell you to hydrate. In fact, they tell you to get 
the biggest bottle of water you can literally t- yeah. you know, carry on and drink it on the way up. And then refill it up there and drink it on the way down. So, yeah, we went to Rocky Mountain yeah. National Park. We were like two miles up or whatever in the drive just to kind of get some stuff. And I was getting lightheaded. I got a headache. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So you were at 10.560 and we were at 14.5. So, I see. You know, so you, you... This was bigger. Uh, That's what she said. Shocker that Wayne would be quick to tell you that. <laughs> um, no, it's just... It's just biology, really. Think man, about it. But it does make a difference when you, when you start getting up at altitude. So... Um, so, yeah, I just figured, you know, we, we so flew. So, you're blaming the altitude for where you're at. Yeah, we were flying, and, you know, not, yesterday not was beer. working, just a lot going on. Okay. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to take a few days off from, uh, from alcohol. Ah. Um, I didn't say, you know, we were in Colorado. Things are illegal there that aren't legal here. So, Black tar. Uh, you know, it was uh, the gummy game out there. bumps. The, the gummy game is strong, let's just say that. <laughs> Wow. Uh, it is. Okay. The, the gummy game is strong. Yeah, just the like flower game. How does that compare to our friend's? Uh, supplies from hemp pharmacy. hemp pharmacy. You know, man, hemp pharmacy's got some good stuff going on, but uh, <laughs> it's a little bit. Did you do any side by side? The the wild the wild brand W I L D the wild brand peach two to one um, CBD to THC. It's a nice night of sleep. Oh sure, full night of sleep, nine okay. hours sleep. Holy okay. cow! Nine straight. Got up to pee once. Once? That's it. I got to be up P3 times last night. <laughs> yeah, seriously, what are you talking about? But that's one of the reasons I wasn't drinking. It's afraid. Just was afraid. how old everyone well, is. But the, yeah. Thing yeah. Is, yeah. but the thing is, that drives relatable. you out even that's more. relatable, Chris. I was, afraid with, I was afraid with that, I might sleep through the pee. <laughs> I could have used, used one of those gummies when I went to Hershey Park. Yeah? Why? <clears throat> super Duper Looper, not uh, loopy well, enough? so, now the Super Duper Looper, which we did, um, I was... There was, there was a couple of different things. I was actually really into the wooden roller coaster, like the Thunder and Lightning. Yeah. Which those things... I'm into Hershey Park and Dude, I forgot how, I forgot how fast 30 roller years. coasters will go. They're like, they rip, man. It's great. Well, anyway. it's, it's because they're not smooth. They feel like you're getting crushed. I love it. I thought like it was Like the great. Grizzly at King's Dominion. I would rather do those old wooden roller coasters. I feel like you coasters. might fall off. There's yes. that element of there's a, there's inherent that, danger. Yep. I love yeah. that. I love that. No, so we went up there, and to your point about Trogues. I didn't realize that Trogues was no longer available here. Yeah. So I picked up a bunch of sunshine um, to bring back and I ended up getting a chocolate beer and then this um, it was a double hazy IPA. I forgot the name of it off the top of you my head. You picked up a double hazy IPA? Not for or me. Or hazy double IPA? Not for me. Julio? Uh, he yes. can't do them anymore. He's they make him tired. Uh, well, sometimes... Make him sleepy. He, maybe he just wants to go night-night. Um... But he needs I, the gummies. I, guess. I also yeah. picked up. I also I'm picked. Stay asleep. So in the battle of in the battle of beer flavored beers from craft breweries, I also picked up the Blue Hen Pilsner from uh, Dogfish, which is you can only get up Got there. Yeah, that stuff is definitely not available here. And actually, I thought Trogue's Sunshine was much better. We actually ended up at the brewery uh, on our way out in Hershey uh, and had uh, had lunch there. And I look. I to me those types. You were of there play, for hockey, right? We were there for hockey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jacob, Jacob scored a couple goals, which was nice. Uh, but really, Hershey Park was the thing. All this to say, beers, whatever. The reason why I'm recovering is because when you go to the land of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Ooh. you don't come back with empty-handed. You got the beatus. Dude. Like junior beatus. Well, dude. So I, this is where you're like, I wish I was high in the <laughs> Not the sugar store. high. No, like actually high because they have Could all these. Could you Reese's, imagine? They have all these Reese's flavors that don't 
are not readily available. How good would what other flavors taste? of Reese's are there? It's peanut butter and chocolate. It's like, going, it's like going to the Coke thing in uh, oh, where's in Atlanta the, or oh, in Epcot. No, at Epcot. 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 Yeah. Now Atlanta has a whole Coke's around the world that goes beyond what you see okay. uh, at Epcot. And don't. Yeah, but you have to go to Atlanta, and you have to have Beverly. So. They have, I think they're around here, but I can't find them easily, but obviously they had them there. It's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups with potato chips in them. Like, come oh, on. I'd crush mm. that. Come on. Especially after a gummy. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'd try that. About 90 minutes deep into a gummy, that's, oh my God. <laughs> You're absolutely having that. Jeez. They also have the Reese's Peanut Butter like in a jar. the biggest glass of water ever. So oh. I bought two of those. Like a spread? Yeah. I also bought Reese's Boxers. Because I'm a weirdo. They'll match your. Uh, they have. Your... They actually have Reese's scented candles that they sell. I like yeah. that you went from boxers to scented. Candles? I didn't know what the next word was going to be. I was there. Gonna, what was I saying? Your Bucky, they'll match your Bucky's shoes. You can wear your Bucky's exactly. shoes and your Reese's boxers. But another wear. reason that I, that I didn't drink on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Because uh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday nights. Saturday nights dinner was. At the, uh, at the Garden of God's Resort, yeah. they've got a really nice restaurant, and we had a reservation for dinner, and it was uh, a 14-ounce Wagyu Ooh. ribeye and all the fixings, and it was just like, dude, is, I had like, remember we were, remember got the lean, remember we were at Disney, and we had yeah. the, the Ohana oh, lean. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I, I had the Ohana lean How at, was at Garden that of the God's. I've seen, it was amazing. I've only seen them, uh, like, being cut and Compared stuff. To They're the incredibly master. marbled. I've never tasted uh, Beefmaster it. Beefmaster doesn't even get in the same building. <laughs> well, it doesn't. It. I mean, there. because, I mean, Beefmaster's great. I mean, they're pink. Like, these there's no difference in... There was a char... On the outside, that was like a crust, and the inside was the perfect reddish pink. How they, I mean, it was like, they must have just thrown it on there and just flipped it. Love but it, it. Like was, style. it was amazing. Love it Love it was so good. And it was a lot of food. So I, yeah. I closed out. It was way good, huh? It was way good. So in the Hershey place, they have a, they have a place where you can get shakes. They have like a food court and all that stuff. Um, I did not realize that Hershey makes beer. Oh wow! Hmm. Hershey makes. They did that collab with Yingling last year. It must be Yingling, but they actually have Hershey. Yeah, they did the Hershey Porter. Yeah, but they had multiple. They had multiple beers, but they got to be white label. The the food court. Yeah, it's it's got to be Yingling. I mean, they're in Pottsville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's probably that's the case. But I I was like, oh well, that's cool. I mean, heck, who's to say that Trogues doesn't like actually? Yeah, little known fact: the same equipment you use to make chocolate, you can make beer on. (laughs) This is not true. (laughs) I didn't realize that uh, Atlantic uh, Beer Supply was doing that, uh, making chocolate too. So, close out the night, though, with a Reese's peanut butter cookie sandwich. So, it was Reese's peanut butter mm. cookies with a Reese's peanut butter mousse and Reese's peanut butter chips. And that's when I crashed. You talk about that yeah. Ohana lean. I had, a Reese, I, had a, I had a Reese's lean when it was all said and done. I feel like there would be, like, this constant buzzing in my ears from the sugar. Like, I feel like I'd be so overloaded with sugar, I'd, I couldn't calm myself down. I couldn't imagine. So I know. Here, here's what it looks like. I, that looks, we, that looks look incredible. Up, hold it up so the camera can see it. So the podcast can see yeah. it. So it's, yeah, peanut wow. butter, two peanut butter cookies, Reese's mousse, and peanut butter chips drizzled with Reese's peanut butter. I'm yeah. a Reese's freak, man. I love Reese's. I, I, I bought boxers. I got T-shirts. I'm all in. Did you go troll the employees there and keep calling it Reese's? No, I did not. <laughs> I thought I should have. <laughs> you should have. I should have. <laughs> Anyway, I was too busy this weekend watching um, my Colorado buffaloes yeah. hand it to those horn frogs because, nice. so as no I've always said, Colorado's my team. No longer terrapin, huh? 
Nice. <laughs> and, uh, actually, my Terps, my Terps did what they were supposed to do against Towson. And uh, they're going to go against the shirtless wonder at Charlotte. This or the sleeveless wonder at Charlotte. Uh, is that, have you seen this guy? Look, we got we got a minute. We we got to go. Have you, you seen have the Charlotte meeting, coach? You have have you to. seen the Charlotte yeah, coach? Biff, what he him. wore? Biff Piogi or whatever he's. Yeah, it's his whole Piogi built like a pierogi. Yes, yeah. <laughs> should not be. He should put some sleeves on. Lather him in sour cream. My Let's go. Gosh. Anyway, go hey, to Charlotte football. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of 919 Vice. Chris, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all coming thanks out. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. Uh, working on next week. We'll, thanks for having beer for Adam, by the way. Yes. And you know, ginger I'm, beer I'm, and I'm seltzers. trying to make up for last time, yeah. so we, uh, we're, we're covering week? all the bases. I, I'm working on it. I'm waiting to hear back from somebody. I, I thought we had something lined up, and they were okay. unable. So uh, working on working on the, the backups. All good. But all we'll good. be here. All right. Wow, whoever's well, we'll next week, I feel bad for them. They've already been we'll called the backup. We'll see you then. Good guys, harmless habits. Cheers.